Here's the question. How can we serve innovative voices, smart ideas, and the latest technology to improve brand identity, product consistency, and profitability in the print and packaging supply chain? Welcome to the ID Alliance Gamut Podcast, and I am your host, Jeff Collins. ID Alliance is a nonprofit association, and we serve the global supply chain for brands, print, and packaging with 12 offices located around the world. If you are interested in becoming a member of ID Alliance, you can join us by visiting our website at idalliance.org. On today's Gamut Podcast, we have a very special guest from Sweden. His name is Tommy Bonte, and he is a pre-press and IT technician and educator for Broby Grafiska. Broby Grafiska is a meeting place and education center based in Soon, Sweden. They provide advanced vocational education for graphic design, packaging design, pre-press, web and flexographic printing as well they offer training courses based on request they also provide research and development consultation and testing and prototyping tommy it's a pleasure to have you on today's gamut podcast and i appreciate you spending your time with us thank you so much i think it's an honor as well from my point of view Idea Alliance has always been something in, in software you can see as a, as a verifying content and it gives me a strong confident using material from Idea Alliance as well. Uh, so, so we are being an in- educational institution uh, as well as Idea Alliance, I think, because you guys have a lot of great stuff as well. Tommy, thank you so much for those kind words and for our listeners to clarify a little about what Tommy just mentioned is that ID Alliance has provided for years um, specifications and target conditions for color for print. And you'll see these in workflow settings and Adobe Creative Suite, where you'll see them embedded in DFEs, digital front ends and rips, as well as into instrumentation for quality assurance and quality control for print from companies like X-Rite and Teshcon. So Tommy, to move along, I'd love to hear about uh, how you got started in the print and packaging industry and specifically your role as an educator at Broby Graphics Cup. Uh, at first, I was uh, hired as an, uh, uh, just a pre press educator. Yeah, uh, and this is my passion. You know, I'm, I'm I'm a highly driven educator, and I love to educate. I love to be a part of the classroom. I love to to share, and I love to motivate people a lot. Uh, so we're we're a team of passionate and driven educators at at Bloomberg Office. Not just in print, but also in web uh, packaging design. Design. Uh, we have Adobe educated leaders. We have ESCO certified personnel and 3D experts among us. Um, so we we train innovative creators. Maybe that's a good word for it. And, and we also try to equip the flexographic industry uh, with, with successful concepts and, and solutions we believe in. Uh, and, and we can see that there's, success, that there's concepts and solutions everywhere right now that needs to have 
a, a profound, uh, how do you say, look on it. Mm-hmm. Because I think there is so much right now that we can pick and choose from. But what we mainly want from the flexographic industry right now is stability. You know, for, for so many printers in Sweden, it's it's obvious that there is a lot of concepts. There is a lot of um, uh, a lot of driven uh, vendors and participants who want us to reach further. But yeah. one objective has has not been as focused as I would like it to be, and that's uh, primary to to stabilize, you know? When you talk about stabilize and we're talking about flexo and education um, and we're talking about stabilization, um, one of the the key values of what we do at ID Alliance with our specifications and our uh, intellectual property or technology like G7 calibration methods and our, uh, you know, our, our effort to uh, produce a shared visual appearance where whether I'm printing on Flexo or if I'm printing in gravure or inkjet digital that I have a, you know, consistent color reproduction, a consistent image. And this is something that, you know, brands want. And when we look at Flexo, Flexography. um, Yes. Can you share with us some of the things that you find that can be improved? For instance, we go to, uh, flexo printers and we also talk to the brands uh, that they serve. And sometimes there's a challenge in flexography to, uh, match a proof or to keep things consistent. If they're working on, if they're producing on more than one press or if they're producing in multiple locations like a Tetra pack or an Amcor or others. Definitely. And, and that's, and that's how it is, because what what we're trying to do is that we're trying to to make a, a custom ICC profile almost every time we we go towards a new press. Mm. That obviously means that we need to elaborate with another kind of gray value. So instead of having all these kinds of different gray values maybe there is a chance we can uh, find a common ground and walk towards a gray component that is the same within all these presses. Right. Because what I've been more or less been looking for is the same approach that approach that, <laughs> that has been reached within offset for a long time. Right. Because offset have been working with all, we just, let's just present we open up Photoshop and what we see in there is uh, is uh, the Fugra and or the Grackle or the the Swoop profiles. Mm-hmm. They're all there, and these are offset based. Yeah. And to be able to see a workflow like that for Flexo, I mean that would be a dream come true for me because I know there's been so much struggle to create a valid workflow within the flexographic industry. Yeah. Not only in Sweden, I believe. I believe there's there's more parts of the world there where we need to have, uh, you call it SOP, I think. Yes, that's correct. SOPs or standard operating procedures. 
Yeah. So what what I believe is that an uncertain color is an obstacle for for those who is trying to adapt towards a more futuristic industry. Mm-hmm. So the, there is so much more for us uh, to expect if the color is constantly repeatable, because color is the core of our business, right? So if 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 the core is is solid then we could focus what's on the industry 4.0 instead. And that's an important point. Industry 4.0, IoT and AI, many of our uh, press manufacturers, our solution providers for the print and packaging industry are using uh, automation, uh, really smart algorithms, smart solutions where we can view in real time, even from the print buyer's end, how good the quality is on a particular press or from a particular uh, print service provider. And this is critical uh, as well in maintaining stability. When we have inline systems, automatic calibration, uh, and again, the data is at our fingertips where we can immediately uh, solve a problem when we're off target, off the quality condition that the buyer is demanding, we produce a more accurate and more consistent product and we uh, can meet the brand and the buyer's uh, quality uh, uh, requirements more efficiently. Absolutely. And, and this is what I tell students all the time, because when it comes to stability, there is nothing more than to to be, understand that quality and consistency is always decided by the customer. So if the customer has decided what to do, then our job is only to stabilize it because the customer can choose between uh, consistency and quality. So if we stabilize that and we verify that, then we can also accelerate this process. Mm-hmm. And this is where I think we need that we need to understand that the gap between our own process and making the, the giant leap towards industry 4.0 is starting to expand. And I want to close this gap. So it isn't so frightening for those of us who haven't been looking onto the other side and see what's been doing there. Mm-hmm. So, I I, re- I really like the the industry to take a look at options that nowadays are available and very much how would you say able to complete and this is what I this is what I see in in G7 and this is what makes me so happy when I I see that there's might be a thing to the flexographic industry here in in the Nordics where this this gap is starting to grow. And now I'd like to take a moment to recognize our newest sponsor to the Gamut podcast, Telia Labs. If your company or print operation is struggling to automate imposition and planning, and you're tired of building imposition templates for every single job, Telia Labs provides artificially intelligent planning and imposition solutions at your fingertips. With their award-winning software, Telia Phoenix, you can quickly run cost-based analysis to plan and impose your customer's orders. With Telia Phoenix, you can 
easily integrate with MIS and workflow solutions using industry standard JDF, XML, or state-of-the-art RESTful APIs for increased automation. Whether you're printing books, brochures, cartons, labels, or signs, Phoenix's Imposition AI can nest, dynamically gang, and calculate the most cost-efficient production plan without ever creating a single template. To learn how Tilia Labs is modernizing the print and packaging software with smart AI-driven technology, just visit Tilia Labs at T-I-L-I-A-L-A-B-S dot com. That's TiliaLabs.com. As well, through the end of the year, Telia Labs is offering a free 30-day trial of Telia Phoenix. And you can request your free trial today by visiting telialabs.com forward slash gamut. That's telialabs.com forward slash gamut for a free 30-day trial of Telia Phoenix. Tommy, I would love to hear about the very cool story about how Broby Graphisco was started. So, so first off, I have I have to start with uh, with Sunne, I think. Uh, okay. Because, yeah. So Sunne is a small town in the middle of uh, the county of Värmland. Hmm. Uh, it, it's it's a county in Sweden. So there's about five thousand people in the inner city of Sunne, and for about eight hundred of them is working. Uh, within the printing industry, so so uh, we have companies like Tetapak, HQ Print, Optipak, Primeblade, Milligraphics, Marvaco, and in the middle of this, it's there's a treasure called Brobe Grafiska. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it, it's a, it's our educational facility where where me and a team of twelve people teach uh, teach print print design, uh, web design, and uh, packaging design, etc. I teach media independency. I, I, I tend to say I do that. And I, I like to show the importance of documentation, communication, and verification. So um, we, next to this, these classes, next to the pre-press classes, I also am a IT manager at, mm-hmm. at the facility, and I'm also uh, uh, helping out by the flexographic eight-color CI uh, press we have, together with the uh, first operator, uh, Lulu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. his real name is Lars Olof, but he, he, he wants us to call him Lulu. A pressman named Lulu. That's amazing. Yes. And so we have eight uh, eight color flexographic CI press from Bobst. Bobst. Uh, it's uh, yes, 1.2 meters wide and we primarily do uh, uh, we primarily do tests in this press. So we have and we also have a lot of commission training. We have uh, flexographic fundamentals trainings. We have more advanced flexographic training. Um, and of course, we also educate our students next to this press. So we're there are about one hundred and uh, and fifty students at Brubigrafiska, and 
about about 70% of them is trained in uh, graphic technician they are graphic technicians yes and the other half of them are packaging designers and as we believe there is a criteria to have classes before next to and after printing and they also contribute next by the press they're basically maneuvering the press right. next to lulu uh, I also we have we have a plate making room, so we have a thermal plate processing room mm-hmm. at the school facilities as well, where I'm working and where I also try to educate students from the very beginning of dot creation. Right. So they do their own files. They they're the first day when the students arrive, they're almost uh, immediately are in contact with the softwares and where their design is going. Mm-hmm. We tell them that the design is going to a flexographic press. We give them no instructions, however, what they will have to do to make it work. We just say, do this file for a pillbox. Right. And they do. We run it in the, in, the, in the CDI and the thermal processor. We expose the plates. Uh, we wash them out. And I hand over the plates to Lolo. And we print. And as you, <laughs> as you most, as, as you, <laughs> as you would believe, the, the 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 result is often very bad. We have them do their own design again later on. Mm-hmm. But of course, this design is more important to them. Right. And they don't want their color to come out wrong or unexpected or unmeasured. So, so for the ne- for the next time they're they're in the press, there there tend to be some sort of how would you say bribing between the student and Lulu almost, right. <laughs> or, or or the student is very aware and what really wants the results to become good. So the student has been researching and analyzed and and. Uh, documented from the last process and is now using that uh, information to be able to to do such a great work as possible. So an educator that has the capabilities that Broby Grafska has, where you have a state-of-the-art Flexo press, you have solutions like ESCO for workflow and Adobe Creative Suite for uh, creative and design, you're using all of the current tools uh, that you would see out on a manufacturing floor for a company like Tetra Pak. Yes. So that's also a good thing you mentioned because we're trying to make that line between our school and the labor market as transparent as possible. Mm-hmm. So, so this is an important thing for our school as well because we are constantly communicating with the labor market and vendors to the labor market. So we know the criteria that's that's need to be fulfilled, so the students don't feel uh, uh, don't feel that they're taking it a step that is too far away from what the school's been teaching. Mm-hmm. We're we are very lucky as a school. We have we have so much help, and we have help from from the absolute biggest vendors in the graphic industry, like like Esco, uh, Bobst, uh, even even hybrid software, and people from 
McDermott is helping us a lot at the school to make it possible to teach and make this line as transparent as possible. And with equipment that you mentioned, you guys have the, and with equipment that you mentioned, you have the capability of being very, very close to the same level of quality that you currently see in offset, which was not a capability in the flexo market with older solutions. For the newer flexo presses, I mean, we're looking at stability in these presses and from these plates that are almost as great as an offset press. At the school facility, we, we do not have such such new press, but still we have we have the capability of creating a, a highlight that is almost uh, unseenable from the first dot. Right, uh, but but this is a, this is a work of artists, you know. Yeah, uh, this is this is truly a major craftsmanship to create something like this because you combine so much things in Flexo and you use so many different kinds of resources uh, that will have a final um, uh, how is it final impact? In, yes, final impact to to the result. Right. And, but for Flexo, we have maybe one of the biggest advantages uh, comparing to other printing processes. And that's probably the substrate variation. So we can print everything from very thin foil to uh, corrugated board. And be, to be able to reproduce something that is so fine onto this or to reproduce uh, colors that literally um, are the exact same as the flower in the nature yeah. is really impressive, I think. So we come a long way from where we began. Tommy, I would love to ask you a question about uh, ECG or extended color gamut. Uh, you have the Flexor Press there as well. You have ESCO Solutions and Equinox. Uh, talk to me about some of the work or have you done any work as far as ECG using seven color process? I must honestly say that we, we haven't done so many tests for uh, ECG. We have done a couple of tests with, with the Equinox uh, software in the beginning when, when Equinox arrived. And Tommy, for the last question today, how did you come to know about Idea Alliance? I, I was out just looking for concepts and what's next. I, I came across G7 because we have we have the x right devices at our school and there's a, how do you say, a brochure mm -hmm. in these bags where you can measure G7 and you can control it, et cetera, et cetera. I made this and I think it was clear and great concept. So I was asking myself, is there more to this? Where can I learn from this? And uh, what do I need to do to become more aware? So I looked in the portfolio and I saw idealliance.org. I wrote an email to Jordan Gorski, I think. Yes. And then he wrote me back and told me I uh, reached out to Alan Lawler. So I did. Alan is such a passionate and, and, and really great personality because he is filled with energy and has the same interest to this as I have. 
So, of course, there is a lot of speaking about printing, but also about G7, because at first I I was saying to Alan, maybe I should uh, pick up on the course in, in Istanbul or Antwerpen or, or where should it be next? But then we also uh, thought that maybe there's an interest, interest in the Nordics for an education like this. So we, we started to brainstorming. Uh, in in the autumn fall of uh, 2019, there is a valid interest to this, and I'm also still very much excited of where this is going to lead. And Tommy, on behalf of Idea Alliance, I can say that we are very excited to be working and collaborating with you and Broby Grafiska, and we look forward to standing up our own G7 Expert Certification course in Europe uh, in collaboration with you and Alan Lawler from I, our managing director of ID Alliance Europe. And again, thank you for spending time with us today on our Gamut podcast. No. But I also have to tell you, Jeff, that your podcast is one of a kind, really. I, I think it's absolutely great. And to those I introduce it to, they also tell me that it feels it feels very professional. It feels highly educated and informative, you know, from people in Sweden who, who, who tend not to listen too much to podcasts, but they still have interest to it. Yeah. I listen to, to a dozen kinds of podcasts when I'm out walking or fishing. Mm-hmm. And this is my favorite. That's thank you so much. You are absolutely humbled and floored by those comments. And we work hard at ID Alliance to provide uh, new content and ways to reach the global audience within the print and packaging supply chain. And it couldn't be possible to provide this kind of content without people like you, Tommy and Broberry Grafiska as well. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Talia Labs. And on that note, we'll go ahead and end the podcast. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Gamut Podcast. If you have ideas, suggestions, or would like to join us or even sponsor future podcasts, simply email me at jcollins at idealliance.org. That's J-C-O-L-L-I-N-S at idealliance.org. Take care and have a productive day.